Hi, thank you for joining me on Holy Spirit Feed. This is Jen Johnson. I can't wait to share what Holy Spirit has been revealing. I'm praying that your spiritual senses will be open to receiving what Holy Spirit has for you. Hey everyone, welcome back to Holy Spirit Feed. In the last episode, we talked about how when you make kombucha, you do a second ferment to infuse flavor and carbonation into your kombucha, and you have to cut the fruit and the ginger up into small pieces and give plenty of surface area so the liquid actually draws out all the good stuff out of the fruit. Well, I realized God has a few more points to make following this analogy, so let's continue on with surface area part two. I do want to say one more thing about the second ferment, adding carbonation. Hey, carbonation is a good thing. It's the spunk of your pop, or some call it soda, depending on what part of the world you live in. As believers, we are the spunk. We add the special something to the world. Life, zeal, salvation, healing, all the things Jesus offers, we are here to bring it to the earth. Amen? All right, so we talked last time about how it's best to give God as much surface area in our lives as possible. And this is how we become increasingly like Jesus. 1 John 4.17 says, Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. As he is, so are we, even in this world. And, you know, we become what we behold. What we spend time doing, who we spend time with, Who or what gets most of our time access to us? That's what we become like. You've heard, show me your friends, I'll show you your future. There's a reason why we say that. So what areas of your life are you allowing God into? Is it just your weekend church, maybe a few minutes of daily prayer? Those are good things. But what about your day-to-day or your Friday and Saturday nights, your entertainment choices? When I was a teen, I used to watch uh, thriller movies like gory murder, scary demonic stuff. And at one point as a young adult, the Lord showed me that was not good for me, that I was actually opening the door to all kinds of demonic things. You know, they don't call it a scary movie for nothing, right? So it opens the door to fear. You are welcoming fear into your life when we watch things like that. You know, at that time, I just allowed the Lord to show me, what do I do about this movie thing? So he said, don't watch rated R's. So I stopped. And that was probably 20 years ago. And I still don't do it. I mean, sure, it's possible that I may have watched one not knowing or something. But by and large, that's the guideline that works for me. And you know, I don't need any help having wild and scary dreams at night. (laughs) I mean, they just come on their own without watching scary movies. I don't need to put out a welcome sign for them. And maybe some of you can relate to that. But, you know, TV shows, all kinds of media, social media, that sometimes has no bearing in our life personally, we spend time on things like that. That is time that we could give the Lord. We could give him that surface area and see what beautiful things he wants to do and create in our lives. Instead of giving that time to things that are time suckers that we're exposing ourselves to. 
but there's really not a lot of fruit at the end of that. I know this steps on toes, but Jesus paid the price to step on toes. He actually bought your entire life on the cross. 1 John 2 verse 2, He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, and not only ours, but also for the sins of the whole world. 1 Corinthians six nineteen through 20 Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? For you were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Some of you may remember we talked about this verse last time. This is just a different version. We belong to him, and that's a good thing. We still have free will, but let's use our free will for our benefit, not our demise. I want to read John 8. This is verses 30 through 36. It says, As Jesus spoke these things, many believed in him. So he said to the Jews who had believed him, If you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are Abraham's descendants and have never been in bondage to anyone. How can you say you will be made free? Jesus answered them, Most assuredly, I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. And a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Okay, so what was happening here? They were actually in bondage as they spoke to sin. And the need for the priest to make atonement for them, they were still doing that. Not to mention the Jewish people had totally been enslaved in the Bible. Like That's clear throughout scripture. But this verse says, the son makes you free and you shall be free indeed. Why would we turn around and place ourselves back in bondage on purpose? That's why we need to increasingly give him more and more surface area so he can infuse more and more of him in us. He's already in there. He's just drawing out our new creation self, the self that is one with him. Just an FYI on that kombucha process, after that second ferment, the fruit is like mush. It's like everything it was, how it looked, its texture, is now in the liquid. It's as if it had been crushed and just bruised and sort of beaten up until it no longer looks like fruit, but just a shadow of what it once was. And the Lord brought this to my mind, Isaiah fifty-two fourteen. This is after Jesus had gone to the cross. Just as there were many who were appalled at him, his appearance was so disfigured beyond that of any human being and his form marred beyond human likeness. He went through that so that we could have the honor of giving him all that we have, all that we are, our schedule, our entertainment choices, our eating habits, our choice of language, our marriages, our relationships, what part of your life do you want to have thoroughly infused, completely saturated in Jesus, in his love, his peace, his kindness, his compassion, his order, his strength, his confidence, his power? That's why he went through the cross so that we could have access to that, to him. Luke 6, verse 38, 
going to read this in two different versions. The ESV says, Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. This is the New Living Translation. It says, Give, and you will receive. Your gift will return to you in full, pressed down, shaken together to make room for more, running over and poured into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. Okay, so it's saying measured back to you. Whatever surface area you give him, he'll give it back to you, but it will be corrected, made righteous and whole. Your gift will be returned to you. You'll get it back, but it will be then pouring over and you determine the amount you'll get back. It's your measure. So give God your scraps if you want scraps back. But if you want abundance, give it all. Everyone loves to double their money. Well, you know what? It's time to double, to maximize, to increase every part of your life. Isaiah 61 7 says, Instead of shame and dishonor, you will enjoy a double share of honor. You will possess a double portion of prosperity in your land, and everlasting joy will be yours. Anyone remember being a kid and having double, double, talk, talk, day, day? (laughs) I think it was something made up to annoy your siblings and parents. But if you yield your life completely to God, then every day can be a double blessing day. Double, double, blessing, blessing, day, day. Come on, go home and tell your family this. Now say it with me, okay? It's double, double, blessing, blessing, day, day. Believe it. It's God's truth. I hope this has inspired you to give God more service area in your life. And I'm excited for the blessing that will come your way because of it. If this has encouraged you in any way, please share this with a friend and be a blessing, blessing to someone else. Until next time, be blessed, blessed.